Just listening to Rob Levy and his financial update there, and it's pretty clear there's still a lot of concern, a lot of close watching about the impact of the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank and what it might do here in Canada. What kind of impact could it even have on our technology sector? Are we are we seeing any concerns out there? Well, joining us now is Maria Pacella, who's a senior executive managing partner at Pender Ventures. Maria, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. How closely watched is the the technology sector right now in Canada? Sorry, can you repeat that? I'm wondering how closely watched the technology sector is right now in Canada, given what's happened to Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, Very closely. Um, That bank was crucial to uh, early stage companies, especially even a couple of decades ago when they first entered the market along with uh, Comerica. Um, And uh, really... Uh, is impacting um, a lot of technology and biotech companies in both Canada and the U.S. So given the fact that the governments have stepped in to say, you know what, like we'll take care of this, we'll, we'll, we'll protect people at Silicon Valley Bank, is that a reassurance to people? Well, absolutely. Um, in fact, if that hadn't happened, things would be way worse right now. Um, but that sort of gives um, some short-term relief um, that... Uh, entities can at least access their deposits um, and pay their employees, which would have been absolutely terrible this week, had uh, almost 50% of the U.S. companies, um, a much smaller percent of Canadian companies, um, because uh, Silicon Valley Bank didn't actually do deposit accounts in Canada, um, wouldn't have been able to access and pay their employees this week. Um, so with this relief um, uh, comes, uh, you know, what do we do next? Um, and where, do, where can we um, put our money? Um, so there's right now there's a lot of movement um, from moving their funds from Silicon Valley Bank into the Canadian banks and other community banks. And why is that? Is there is it viewed as more stable, more solid? Yeah, as we saw during the financial crisis in 2008, uh, the Canadian banks um, held up uh, relatively well um, in the grand scheme of the world, frankly. Um, so they are um, obviously a lot more stable. However, I do think that all of this um, quite surprising um, and very fast um, collapse of Silicon Valley Bank um, will raise concerns with regulatory bodies uh, across North America and the world and have um, and cause all um, financial institutions to be taken a look at a lot more closely and um, regulations might increase, a lot more scrutiny might happen and therefore um, it might actually be, you know, in the mid to long term, a bit tougher for mm-hmm. small businesses to access funding. Yeah, Maria, what was attractive then about this? Like, why not go to a more stable financial institution versus a place like Silicon Valley Bank, which, as we now know, had a lot of issues? Yeah, well, you know, as I mentioned, up until maybe five years ago, um, the majority of Canadian banks were not even offering um, lending uh, for uh, Canadian technology companies, so it wasn't even an option. Um, and Silicon Valley Bank, um, you know, provides a lot of relationships and access to the U.S. market because um, uh, within the technology market in Canada, about uh, 70% of the uh, funding that goes to Canadian early-stage private tech it actually comes from the U.S., Okay, so then is this, right now, would you advise people to take a look at the tech sector? Like, what is it like for investing in the technology sector right now? Well, that's a bigger question. Um, And, you know, I think if we look at the larger macroeconomic uh, backdrop, um, interest rates are still uh, creeping up. Um, There is no indication that the the U.S. Fed won't continue with that. 
Uh, I think inflation was out this morning. It's still um, higher than expected. Um, you know, we started teetering on uh, recession, and all of this is going to impact the technology sector. So, um, long term, you know, technology and innovation is a great investment. Clearly, it saw us through the pandemic in many ways. Um, so, I think, uh, you know, depending on time horizons, uh, technology overall. Uh, depending on price, is a good investment. Um, but the short term, it's hard to say. Yeah, it feels like it's going to cool things a little bit, though, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, there will be a lot of kind of uh, choppiness and uncertainty, uh, justifiably so, until things kind of uh, settle down uh, in the short term. Maria, I think a lot of average people, those of us who aren't you know, into the tech industry and investing all the time, we kind of look at this and we wonder, how do these mistakes keep happening? Like, how do financial institutions in the States keep making the same mistakes over and over and over again? They seem to get financially rewarded for it. It's frustrating, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It is uh, It's tough to watch. Um, the Silicon Valley uh, Bank case in particular could, it was very preventable. It, it sounds like, and we'll learn more in the coming weeks, um, that there was, frankly, poor risk management and poor management overall. Uh, essentially, uh, what happened is, during the good times, um, in 2017 to 2021, they took on a lot of um, deposits because uh, private tech companies were raising equity. They, instead of lending it back out, they, they actually bought mortgage-backed securities and other government treasuries, but were of longer, low-interest rate duration. And so when things got tough, um, as they are right now in the last couple of years, and those tech companies needed to pull their money out, they were forced to sell these securities. And how they went about that um, was not particularly wise, and how they communicated that was also not uh, handled well. So this really didn't need to happen. Um, it's really about, um, you know, a bank who are the experts should realize, yeah. um, you know, how to match durations um, with uh, uh, deposit depositors money. It's really quite simple at the end of the day. And this is what we rely on these institutions for. I know. Is it quite simple though? Because I understand they, they had their books okayed by like KPMG. Like once again, everybody was saying they were okay and yet they weren't. No, they were not. And I'm, you know, I think we'll find out if there was some lobbying to reduce regulations again since the financial crisis, but this really shouldn't have happened. No, it should not have. Maria, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Maria Pacella is a senior executive managing partner at Pender Ventures, talking about investments in the tech sector and whether Canada, Canada's tech sector is hopefully protected or buffered a little bit from all of that that's going on. But speaking of the tech sector, so Meta, which is the owner of Facebook and Instagram, huge company, just announced this morning more layoffs. Another 10,000 employees, or about 13% of its workforce, and you may remember they just announced last November, so three, four months ago, that they were laying off 11,000 people. This is in addition to that. So more layoffs coming for Meta, uh, that's the owner of Facebook and Instagram, another 10,000 employees in that tech sector. Still so many questions, though, about how Silicon Valley Bank was just allowed to get away with everything that they got away with.